Kingdom Revelations is a program of Royal Identity Ministries. Founder and Director Luke Niebergall has addressed the body of Christ around the world through corporate gatherings of believers. Luke serves the body of Christ as a prophetic voice by developing healthy prophetic cultures where God can move and speak. Welcome to Kingdom Revelations. As I've traveled and done itinerant ministry, you know, I've done a lot of training and equipping on how to hear the voice of God, how to move in the prophetic ministry. And with that, something that I've seen is I've been able to recognize a lot of the pitfalls that highly prophetic people can have a tendency to slip into. So a few weeks ago, I taught a little bit on this. I did a part one for this series, and I talked a little bit about Gnosticism and dismissing the practical. So what I want to do today is I want to do a pitfalls on the prophetic part two, and I'm going to talk about two specific pitfalls. The first one is the tyranny of assumption, and the second one is isolation. So often people who move in in high levels of gifts of discernment, they can have a tendency to kind of label their assumptions as discernment. It's not that they're trying to do something wrong by saying that the Lord is saying something when he isn't. It's just often we have almost too much trust in our gifting sometimes. I'll give an example to you guys like, Say that you're at church and you see a friend of yours, and usually when you see them, you guys talk and you guys converse and it's really natural. However, this time you notice that they're actually distancing themselves from you a little bit. Now, often as discerning people, what we can slip into is we'll, we'll start trying to discern that person's heart posture. And we'll start trying to think of things like you'll think like, you know, well, two months ago I said this to them. Maybe that rubbed them the wrong way and now they have offense in their heart towards me. Maybe they have bitterness. And then I remember a few weeks before that I said this and they said that. And all of a sudden we've built this case against someone when really all that we needed to do is just walk up to them and be like, hey, are you doing okay? I noticed that you're kind of keeping to yourself. You know, and it's really interesting what we do as prophetic people and discerning people within prophetic cultures. We have a tendency to focus so much on our giftings to the point where we don't allow the Lord to actually uh, develop our, our relational skills as well. And you know what the Lord wants to do? Like, he wants us to focus on giftings for sure. That's important. We need to grow in our discernment. We need to move in our prophetic giftings and grow in that. However, God wants us to also grow in our relational skills as well. We're we're not actually assuming people's heart postures. We're actually able to just talk with them, to talk things through. You know, because unfortunately, a lot of the times a critical spirit masquerades as discernment. You know, and that can be a very dangerous thing. We can slip into judgment, but without even realizing it. I really believe that this is something that the Lord wants to work out of prophetic cultures. As I've traveled, something that I've really seen is that this is an area where prophetic people really struggle is is, is doing relationships properly. And our gifts are so developed, we can move in words of knowledge, we can move in discernment and messages of wisdom, but just talking with people and doing healthy conflict is something that we put on the wayside, and I think it's something that needs to change. Because we're not called to just receive from Jesus the prophet to sharpen our ears. We're we're also called to receive from Jesus the pastor who trains and equips us to be one with the flock. The second one that I want to talk about right now, the second pitfall is isolation. And it kind of ties in a little bit with this first one because it's so based around relationships. One of the biggest pitfalls for prophetic people is isolation. And the reason why is because for highly prophetic people, God will speak to them in unique ways and, you know, they'll hear the voice of the Lord maybe through visions or or through dreams or prophetic experiences. And often prophetic people, there's almost a fear inside of them that they'll be misunderstood or they'll be rejected by the church. 
And because of that fear of being misunderstood and out of a fear of being rejected, instead of trying to be a part of community, we have a tendency to isolate ourselves because we're afraid we won't be received. So isolation is a huge one for prophetic people that I believe that God really wants to shift out of us and to shake out of our hearts. It's really important for us to understand that the model of government that God has chosen for the church is family. It's very important for us to understand that. Because like I said, I've traveled around and I've been a part of a lot of different prophetic groups and this concept of kingdom relationships is often really tough for us. However, the thing that we need to get is that no matter what we build for God's kingdom, no matter how, how amazing it is or how gifted we are, that'll never be stewarded properly unless it's built upon kingdom relationships. Because if we're not connected with the body of Christ, if we're not in relationships, then there, there's no accountability. And it really doesn't matter who we are. Like, we could be this ridiculously anointed prophet or apostle. It doesn't matter. Every single one of us, we have blind spots. I almost feel like there's some people listening right now, and, you know, you're a prophetic person, and, you know, you're, you're very gifted, but, you know, sometimes we just have a tendency to slip into this isolated state where it's like, the church doesn't understand me, the church doesn't get me. And, you know, sometimes that's a defense mechanism because we're afraid to step out to see if we'll be received. But, you know, sometimes there's other times where, you know, we've been involved with church communities and they just haven't accepted our gift and they haven't accepted who we are and we just experienced rejection from the church and that's possible as well. However, what we need to understand is that we were not created to be alone. We were not created to be in isolation. You know, and there are people out there, there are churches and communities and ministries out there that embrace the prophetic, you know, and they embrace the gifts of the Spirit and God's called us to walk alongside of people who have our heart. I often say this, loneliness isn't holiness. Loneliness is bondage. Loneliness is bondage because we were all created to know that we belong. You know, so if you struggle with loneliness because of your gifting, God's heart is that you will know that you belong. And I want to share this story with you in the Bible because it moves me very deeply. One of my favorite prophets from the Old Testament is Elijah. And there's a really cool story about him in 1 Kings and 2 Kings. And, you know, it talks about how he, he slays the 400 false prophets of Baal. And, you know, he does this amazing thing for God's kingdom. But right after that, Jezebel, she threatens Elijah's life because of what he did. And he gets afraid and he gets scared and he runs away. And all of a sudden, when he, when he leaves, there's a scenario of him sitting under a tree and he slips into a very depressed state. And he starts talking to God about how he wants God to just take him, to just take his life. Because he, he, he slips into this fear and, and depression. And it moves me really deeply what God does to transition him out of his depression. So what God tells him to do is he says, Elijah, I want you to go and appoint a successor for, for your prophetic ministry, which is Elisha. So Elijah goes, he appoints Elisha as his successor, and all of a sudden, man, everywhere that these two go, like, they're inseparable. Elijah wants to go and do his stuff, and Elisha follows him. Elijah wants to go and talk to this group of people, and Elisha follows him. You know, everywhere that he goes, Elisha follows him, and it's to the point where Elisha even called Elijah his father. Like, that's how close they were. And this is profound to me because Elijah was in depression, and what God did to move him from a place of depression was God gave him a friend. Elijah was in a state of distress and he was depressed, so God brought him into community. And there was something about community that brought healing to his broken heart. And I feel like this is for some of you listening right now. You know, if you struggle with isolation, you struggle with feeling alone, you struggle with loneliness, I feel like God wants you to know that you belong. You were not created to walk alone. You were created to know that you belong. And right now, if God is hitting your heart right now, I just want you to posture yourself to receive. So right now, I just bless you, and I declare God's kingdom over you, and I declare a revelation of acceptance over you. 
I declare over you that you are loved just the way that you are. I declare over you that you are not only loved by Father God, by Jesus the Son, and by Holy Spirit, but I declare over you that the family of God loves you. And I declare over you that the family of God receives you. And I declare over you that there is a place in the body of Christ that fits who you are perfectly. And I don't often do this, but I feel like I need to do this now. As a leader in the church, I just repent on behalf of leaders in the past who have misunderstood you and who have misunderstood your gift and who have rejected you because of your gifting. And I just declare over you that there is a place for you to belong in the body of Christ and in the family of God. And Lord, I just pray over every single person listening. And Lord, I pray that you surround them with family. I pray that you surround them with community. So Holy Spirit, just pour out over them. And God, I pray that this just begins a journey where they will begin to understand how they fit in the family of God. And I pray this in Jesus' name. You have been listening to Kingdom Revelations, a production of Royal Identity Ministries based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. This teaching is available to be shared or heard again on soundcloud.com or as an iTunes podcast, Kingdom Revelations. To learn more about Luke Niebergall and his ministry, visit royalidentity.org.